Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, in with you today on a Friday in New York City. What's up, man? What up? Why do you have that look on your face already? Because I already know. (laughs) You got the look on your face already tells me that this is going to be one of those days. No, because I, I, said, I said something yesterday, and everybody wants to come in here and da-da-da-da-da. da what? Was I right? About Mac Jones, man. Like, come on, man. Like, they, they, people come in here to experts, and sometimes <clears throat> I don't think they realize how football practice works. How does football practice work, Bart Scott? Well, how generally how NFL football- linebacker, pro bowler. Yes, usually, oh, you can throw all pro in there. It's all good. But anyway, and y'all, I'm going to correct y'all because, like, Rex did it yesterday, too, and you guys do it all the time. I didn't play 10 years. I played 11 years. Well, that 11th year was, yeah. Dang. That was a gap year? I'm messing with you. Gee, what I do? I teach Taylor with the junior college. first year, you were like, what were you, like a special teams guy? No, I started, actually. I lost my job. I did O'Hare, and I lost my job, actually. You That's That's when they created the bunch package, and – um. <laughs> the the uh, Panthers ran for like you know Ravens never give up run yardage and I was a dime guy and they, they that's when they came out with the bunch package it was the first time it ever happened Ooh, right. 2000, 2002 uh-huh. it was like the you know the the guy at the point the two in the back and they kept killing us with a crack toss and of course when we go watch the film Ray wasn't gonna take the blame for it so they put it on the youngster and figured it was all my fault <laughs> now, thanks a lot Ray way to get me benched my first year <clears throat> so so that's where you are right now I see the mood you're in but no no look. No, can I tell you how practice works? Because tell I tell think me how that works, yes. So this is what people don't understand, right? Well, I'm sure they understand, but the experts are, oh, my God, we're, we're charting plays, Dan Orlowski. Well, for me, like, come on, Dan, you know better. Like, first of all, Monday is, I mean, you know, it depends on the camp, right? Monday means one day. Tuesday means another day. Like, so that, the, the, the day that Daniel Jones dominated wasn't short yardage goal line or, or may not. Like, they, those Mac, usually, Mac Jones, you meant. Yeah, Mac Jones. They usually go a certain way. Like, each day has a certain emphasis. And you can have a good day on a certain emphasis, but it's putting the defense in the rest, right? Rex used to say, put my defense in the worst possible positions ever. I don't want practice to be early. I don't want it to be the perfect call for me. I want it to be the worst call, and I want them to figure it out. So Joe Judge probably had those guys in the worst positions ever, and, and Mac Jones looks great. What happens the next day, they come in and they put them in the worst position, and Mac Jones couldn't live up to expectations. Now we're like, oh, my God, Mac Jones is afraid because Cam Newton is back. Like, come on, man, how practice works and how they set it up is different every single day. So each day scripted differently. So yes. that's what you're telling me? All right, well, what, what, are you, though, what do you make of the fact that there was a lot of hype about Mac Jones and the performance in practice against the Giants on Wednesday to the point where reporters who were there on the field covering the team talking to – all the people that were there, the, the Giants were really frustrated that Mac Jones shredded their defense. They weren't happy about it. They were upset about it. And there was low fives from Bill Belichick. There was all this talk about how this kid's really showing you something each and every day. And there was, look, this is how crazy we get. Now we're watching who takes the first snaps, who's getting the first series, who comes out on the field first, all that stuff. I mean, we were closing this yeah. show telling you that, Mac Jones was walking down the field with Josh McDaniels. What does it mean? Yeah, you guys were saying that. I wouldn't say I, what, what, what. I had the same look on my face. Like, man, you got to be kidding me. Dan Orlowski, you got to be kidding me, dog. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm sure Dan Orlowski. just trying had, to have some fun. I'm, I'm sure Dan Orlowski had some great practices. But we knew he never had a chance in passing Matthew Stafford. Like, it don't matter. Like, what happens is it's situational football. All right, well, all right. You keep saying, uh, right, situational, scripted, put my defense under duress, all that stuff. Okay, fine. Well, then – 
What about this theory? Because you know me and theories. Oh, yeah. So how about this? I am now. No, go ahead. I, th- I thought that, I thought our guys in the board was gonna hit you with the um, what with the sounder? What sounder? Ding 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 ding. Oh yes, right. Yeah, they missed the opportunity, no, but it's okay. Happen. No worries. I also think there could be a little part of this where Mac Jones gets all his hype, Cam Newton comes back, Bill Belichick's like, let me test this kid out a little bit. I'm going to make sure Cam continues to be the QB1. There it is. That's what you wanted right there? Yeah, exactly. X-Files. So he sends Cam out. Let me see how Mac responds to that. Because Mac could be like, whoa, I just had a a great day, and everybody's hyped me up, and I'm not getting the number one. So there's that. Then you hear that they were playing music, right? Of course. They were blasting music while Mac was under center, not while Cam was. Right. So now let's create some distractions and noise and intensity. And on top of it, you have that. You have the Giants all mad. So, you know, they were like, definitely, we're not letting this kid shred us another day. And they got cursed out. They got cursed out. It means they got circled and they got disrespected by their coaches. And they said, And do you think also that maybe Bill Belichick, like, because obviously Joe Judge used to be a coach there. Yeah. Did he say something to him like, dial it up on this kid? Let, Let me see what he's made of. Yeah, of course. It's like, okay, today, I mean, listen, uh, emphasis may be, like, and this is how dumb players are, man. I'm telling you, players are so dumb. Like, some players are dumb, right? And what you don't realize is the plays that you go through on your walkthrough are the same plays you're going to see on on your self-serve periods, and it's the same plays you're going to see in 707, and it's the same plays you're going to see during team. You just don't know in which order they are, but if you are smart enough and you pay attention enough, you can know, like, oh, man, we just went through this and walked through, and you can jump some stuff, right? So okay. that's, but that's how dumb players are. They just react. Sometimes they don't really observe and understand what's going on. And that, that tells you what the emphasis is. Like, whether it's walk through, and then when you do your live drills, it's going to be the same emphasis. So if the emphasis today is cover three, then it may be cover three and fire zone. And if the emphasis today is for on the offensive side of the ball, it's like screens and slants and getting the ball off quick, then you understand what the, what the game plan for the day is, right? And if you pay attention to that, you can be a great practice player and you also can take advantages of recognizing formations because the, the coach is going to show you to you like three times. It's like, okay, we're going to show you on the board. This is what we're running today. This is the install today. Okay, then you go out to walk through. Okay, this is the install today. But you're self-serving. But so many guys be out there playing around, lollygagging. They ain't paying attention. Then when they get in those same situations, they get beat on something or it's a communication that you're supposed to have with your teammate. Oh, limbo. All right, okay, when this guy comes in short motion, I'm going to take the underneath guy. You take the top guy. You're talking another for- language and now. And they forget all of that stuff. That's what I'm saying. When I talk to Frank Gore and I laugh, like, Frank Gore, you 75,000 years old. I remember old, this, yeah. You got no kneecaps. We- How the hell are you still playing? He said, man, these players. Players are so damn we, If everybody know, on Barton Hahn, we interviewed Frank Gore one time, and Bart literally said that to him, like, how have you been able to stay in the league so long? And Frank Gore literally responded, like, because these guys don't study film. They don't study. They, they don't pay attention. So I'm smart, and I know exactly where to go, what to do. I'm outsmarting them. Tom Brady, same thing. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Tom Brady shouldn't be dominating now. He's beating them with the same Jedi mind tricks that he was beating us with. And people don't even recognize what he's doing because they haven't studied his history yeah. and what he likes to do. Let's get to Straight Talk by, by Straight Talk Wireless. So, Mac Jones, after a great practice, I know we're talking practice, not a game. So, how did things go on Thursday? Yesterday, I got a lot of reps and it was great and we communicated and felt like we were in a really good flow and I kind of got into like a game flow. And then today, it's a little bit harder just to get into that, but I can get better because... You just got to watch the tape. Today, we definitely got to finish better, and that starts with me, really. Um, I think Cam did a good job today, and uh, we'll definitely have some time here to kind of regroup and then 
play this final preseason game. <laughs> that was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Mac Jones, we newsflash you. Like everybody else showed up because they're veterans. They know what to do. It's you. How many times have we seen a rookie have a great game and we build them up all week on, on ESPN, Sports Center? Da-da-da. Then they come back and they and they and they <laughs> throw out a goose egg, right? Like that's what that's what it is. It's that's part why, of the growing process but, but, though, right? But this is why I'm looking at Dan Orlowski yesterday, and you let him off the hook. He is who we thought he was. We let him off the hook. Now, if you want to crown Dan Orlowski's ass, then crown him. But that's what I'm talking about. I, I think if you're we're, Bill we're Belichick, this is playing out exactly the way you want it He got to some out. humble pie. Like Te- the and, and I'm going to keep testing this kid because you know you're eventually going to need him. Put him through these tests. I really yeah. do feel like yesterday was a bit of a setup. I really, I'm telling okay, you, right. I believe it was a bit of a setup. Right. And not, for a, not a bad thing, but because you just want to see what this guy's about. Pressure yeah. situations. Yeah. Okay, Cam don't need music. How many times have Cam Cam bit played in the damn Super Bowl? He don't need to worry about Boone. He's played in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? He was in that division. Let's see if this young kid, oh, let me show you how easy it is when it ain't no music. Let's see if you can communicate and have this nonverbal communication when I blast this music mm-hmm. up. Let's see if you can get the line like set up right. Let's see if you can get the protections right. Let's see. Like, let me tell you, this kid ain't ready. That's why I'm saying start on week one. Yeah, right. By week four is barbecue chicken. I'm like, oh, this dude can't do this. He can't do that. Let me go ahead and send him night night then when you start getting hit in the back of the head because he's burping a baby or he's starting throwing picks because guys are throwing traps then what happens <laughs> 888 is the dr pepper call in line at key jnz on twitter as well coming up so the buffalo bills look like a team that might be unstoppable in the afc however there is one thing Achoo. that could stop them Achoo. and we will discuss that after i tell you about doordash DoorDash here with Summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year-round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. And stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. COVID continues to be a game changer in the NFL. The Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills confront virus-related issues. The NFL has kind of made it clear what they want to happen, and if you don't fall in line, they're kind of trying to make your life kind of miserable with all the protocols. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Oh. Uh, Bart Scott, Alan Hahn, KJZ, ESPN Radio. I'm trying to get you in a good mood today, man. Public service now. Tell these, where the hell is all these black people finding these crates? Stop this damn crate challenge, man, if your insurance policy ain't up to date. Would you, like, ever just say to yourself, that sounds like a good idea. Let me try that. At least be a damn athlete. I mean, and well, it's just about, like, you got these fake people <laughs> out here with these wide, super wide crates. Nah, dog. We, you got to have the same crates that we used to shoot on outside when we had no basketball See, Shaq put that on Instagram, how we yeah. used to use a milk crate? Yeah, stop. It we, was attacked up on a... On exactly. A, like a, I, I yoke on you and uh, with, uh, with the crate hang on that pole. thing. Ah! Now everybody want to run on the crate and ain't even got no insurance. First of all, now we're dealing with COVID, and now we got to deal with these idiots. Listen, if somebody pull up to the, to the hospital, man, send their ass right back out. We ain't giving you no medical treatment. You better go put some Robitussin and on how your how did you break your rib? How did you yeah, punch yeah, your yeah, lung? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, yeah. I yeah, was go walking put, on yeah. milk crates. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. you can go yeah, out. Yeah, go. yeah, go put some Tussin on your side then. That's all you get. You get some Robitussin. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Man, yes, you're right. There are enough issues in the world right now. And there's there's one issue in the NFL that we have been talking about the last couple of days, Bart, that mic issues now too? Yeah, Evan okay. always say I don't talk to the mic. Okay. So 
the Titans at this point right now, as the vaccine, as we've talked about, is something the NFL is trying to push with its players, but they can't mandate it. I don't know why. It, it, the, well, they the, have to get an agreement with the, with the union. The union would have to sign, yeah, sign yeah. off on it. Sam Acho, again, was with us yesterday. He'll be back with us again uh, today, a little bit later on, 7 o'clock hour, so we can discuss with him about where that's going. Because it does feel like more and more when you hear from owners, they want to get there just so they can make sure they can get through a whole to get through a whole season, especially if it's your quarterback. And speaking of which, Tennessee, they have nine players and coaches who have now tested positive for COVID, including Ryan Tannehill. You can't afford to lose your starting quarterback. We know how important they are in this league, right? So that's why this has become a topic. But not only Ryan Tannehill, Mike Vrabel, their head coach as well. So they also, I mean, there's several players on the uh, reserve COVID-19 list. And Tannehill is now fully vaccinated, but he wasn't mm. originally. And this is back on July 28th when he talked about getting the vaccine based on the rules. You look around and uh, almost everybody's either been vaccinated or, or in process. Uh, I'm currently in process right now, so... Um, that's where it's at. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, the NFL has kind of made it clear what they want to happen. And uh, if you don't fall in line, they're kind of trying to make your life kind of miserable with all the protocols. So um, I think you're seeing the trend is that most guys are, are getting vaccinated. See, make your life miserable. And we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, the protocols. Uh, with, uh, with McKenzie from Buffalo. Yeah. When he put out the letter, it was 14 grand out of his pocket yes. because he didn't have a mask up and he's unvaccinated. Yeah, speaking of Buffalo. And so, yeah, but, but – that's becoming an issue. So, Bart, like, as somebody who played in the league, would you look at teammates that were essential, including a quarterback, and say to them, like, we can't afford to lose you because the rules would have you stay out longer or stay yeah, away from the team longer and we might miss a game because you're not available to us? Attitude reflects leadership, right? And, like, you're very important, right? You touch the football every time. And it's a big difference. It's a bigger difference between your starting quarterback and your backup quarterback opposed to your – inside linebacker and a guy that's going to fill in for him because you can kind of rally around and support, you know, a backup in a position of defense or tight end right. or, or protect an offensive lineman by sliding the coverage. You can't protect when your starting quarterback is Aaron Rodgers and a backup is Jordan Love. Well, right? you and, know, you, and that, that, that costs everybody their season. And that's season why over. this is a problem at the quarterback position. You've got a couple. I mean, Tannehill eventually did Lamar get, Jackson, he's got it twice. And he's Cam, like, ah, I don't Cam, really know. Cam Newton. Right, like Kirk Cousins has said, at some point as well, he's not. He doesn't want to do it. And and you know, if you're Minnesota, I mean, that's a team that that should expect to win, and you want your guy there. First so of all, Kirk Cousins I wonder, had the ability to be saying nothing. He's been stealing for three years. So well, he has, they, and he still has another year left at, a, at a, a higher bump too after next year. But a Washington Post report this week said only four teams, four out of the thirty-two, are below the eighty-nine percent vaccinated threshold. And Brandon Bean, who's the general manager of the, of the Bills. He figured they're one of the four. And as we talked about yesterday, they've got issues at Cole Beasley, obviously another guy that has been outspoken about it. So it could open the door for the Bills to face more, whether it's suspensions, whether it's quarantines, just missing out, missing key players. What if you miss a game? How about that? So with that in mind, listen to something that Sean McDermott said, the head coach of the Bills, in regards to the Bills situation when it comes to their being below that 89% threshold. When the numbers are the numbers, some people are, are in a better position potentially than we are at this point, just looking at the, on the surface, the numbers. That being said, 
Again, I go back to the personal decision on this thing, and I respect our players' positions. In my personal opinion, uh, it's right to get vaccinated. So I respect so, their personal uh, decisions, but my ain't that dis- oxymoron? Is, am I using the proper term? Um, Hot and cold? Like ain't that oxymoron? Like you know, I respect their decision, but I believe that it's well, the it's wrong co- it's, a, it's more like contradictory. Okay, well, okay. yeah, better word, right? It's contradictory. But 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 that's what I'm saying though, right? So like he doesn't respect it, but he's trying to you know subliminally talk to him without actually you know saying it's like oh voluntary but mandatory OTAs. Like yeah, this is a team with Super Bowl aspirations, and. It may not be a game that's in the playoffs, but it could be a game during the regular season that costs them the division, that costs them hosting a game, that increases their ability to win the Super Bowl. Well, more importantly, Bart, what about what it can do in the locker room? You're already hearing the head coach. Brandon Bean's also being pretty public about how I I think we're one of them. You're you're seeing players who aren't vaccinated putting stuff out on social media. How does that – I asked you this yesterday. I'm going to ask you again. You're telling me that in the Bills locker room, with knowing what they could be this year, that there's not going to be this thing about, hey, you're going to compromise us having a chance to win? Forget that. I'm not even going that you, far. But that, couldn't, that, couldn't that break up a team, Listen, though? I'm not even going that far, Alan. Right. What I'm saying is if a guy like Cole Beasley ends up being the outbreak uh, player and he makes us miss a game, and I miss a game check, I am going to punch him in the face. Right? You, do you understand what I'm telling you? I, I do. I have a more. If you are a player that's not vaccinated, and especially if we figure out you were out hanging out, you did something wrong, you didn't have protocol, like you know, like when Gobert rubbed the mic and it was all fun and games, I am going to punch you in the face repeatedly, and I want a check from you to replace the money that I lost mm. because you were being reckless. Something to keep an eye on in Buffalo and certainly around the league. But coming up next, a Super Bowl champion says – only about three to five teams can win the Super Bowl this season, and he's already eliminating one team that we thought would be a contender. Who is it? We'll tell you after Bart has this. What? Yes. I got reach today? Yes. It's a new one. I didn't memorize it. From Dr. College Peppa. football fans after an offseason that felt like a little bit more off than usual. Fansville and Dr. Pepper invite you to celebrate because college football is back, and so are the fans. Yes. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Again, the season of Saturdays when rivals run deep and nacho dip runs even deeper. So crack open an ice cold Dr. Pepper warm and your cornhole tossing arm and ready to glory with all new Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. I even like diet Dr. Pepper. How weird am I? Hmm. Back after this. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hom, Bart Scott with you this morning. And so as we talk about this coming season, one more week left in the preseason this weekend, starting tonight, you got games tonight. We wonder who are the teams that we expect to win the Super Bowl. You've got a list of them, right, Bart? I mean, uh, who's the obvious one at the very top? Of course, it's Patriots, Kansas City. I mean, I think you said Patriots. Be, I mean, Patriots. I'm sorry, Bucks. Uh, You're Bucks thinking Brady. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. Brady. Right. The two, the two Super Bowl finalists. You expect right. to be back there again? How many others would you say? Well, my favorite, you know, to be to sneak in there is the Rams. Of course, I think uh, Matthew Stafford is going to be the MVP of the NFL this year. Um, and I think you can maybe put some 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 teams in there that got a shot, like San Francisco. That's physical. You put, you put Buffalo, Cleveland, any other AFC Buffalo, teams? Buffalo, Baltimore. Baltimore. I don't put Cleveland. Not like, Cleveland? Not no. Cleveland. They're, not ready that for, they're not ready for prime time. Hmm. They're not ready for prime time. So your list would be about five. Did you did you mention anybody in, like, Dallas Cowboys? Negative. With Dak back and that, that offense way it looks, a defense Negative, that's, but I wouldn't be surprised if they got hot. It's, it's about hmm. who gets lucky. And, you know, who stays healthy, right? Who stays – who's lucky and who stays healthy? I mean, the, the the years that we knocked on the door, nobody saw that coming, right? Nobody saw the Jets, you know, Rex Ryan first year. Mm-hmm. You know, AFC Championship sitting on the, on the doorstep, fourth and goal from the, from the one in Pittsburgh okay. to go. But it happens every once in a while. Okay. So you don't see it. Well, let's listen to Deion Sanders. Oh. Teammate of yours, right? Yeah, yeah. Former teammate of yours, obviously. Prime, Prime Sadamas. Yeah, Prime Sadamas. Now a head coach at Jackson State. This was from first take, and he talked about his, another one of his former teams, the Cowboys, and expectations for them. Which some people think they could be a Super Bowl contender. They'll win ten games. I think they'll win ten games. What about the division? Do you think they win the division, make the playoffs? What are your thoughts that on that? That division is garbage. That division is horrible. So if you win the division, what are you going to win after that? A trip to get beat down. <laughs> what is that? What is that? that? It's only about three or four or five teams that can really win it all. They're not one of those teams, but you never know what could happen because of what Tom Brady did with Tampa Bay last year. Tom Brady gave everybody hope. Tom Brady gave everybody hope, he says, but he says the NFC East is garbage, which after last season yeah, and the way that looked, how, how it took it, I mean, you know, under losing records in the entire division yeah. and Washington ends up coming away only because the Eagles decided to not play their starting quarterback in the second half of a game right. that the Giants needed to uh, I don't think the division I, I mean I to dis- have the Washington lose I don't di- I, I, dis- I disagree with prime as far as the division being garbage I think it's a lot of solid teams there there's nobody that's going to surprise you I think it's better than the AFC South yeah you know, I think that is going to be a competitive division better than the AFC South yeah I mean Jacksonville Texans Colts. Well, Colts and Titans are – Yeah, but at, but at the top – listen, I think Washington's going to be a very good football team. Okay. Like, I think people are sleeping on them. They're, 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 they're a team that reminds me of, like, that Baltimore Ravens team that, that went to the AFC Championship with a young Joe Flacco. 
you know, because that defensive line yep. is, 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 is next level. And right. I think they have speed. Ron Rivera is a solid coach. Listen, if you look at that team there and then you look at, you know, the team that Ron Rivera took to the Super Bowl, and the, they're built the same. Yeah, they get yeah, they, they Carolina. Carolina. Mm-hmm. They get at you on the defensive side of the ball. Ryan Fitzmagic, he has some players around him. They don't need him to be special. Like all they need to do is lean on that defense and win ugly. Whenever you can pack your defense and take that defense on the road. So I think they're gonna be solid. I think the Giants are a complete team. I don't know if they're ready to take the next step, but defensively, they they're gonna finish top ten on defense and they have the offensive firepower, right? And then, you know, Dallas is gonna try out outscore people. How are they gonna be a top defense? ten defense when they got shredded by Mac Jones in practice yesterday? Or, or Wednesday. Yeah. Practice? You talking about practice? <laughs> yeah. How did Mac Jones look the next day? Well, all right. But in the NFC, that's the worst division? <laughs> in the NFC, is that the worst division? Nah, I think it's I think it's just – I mean, I think the NFC North may be the worst division. Yeah, I know they got A.A. Ron, but yeah. after that, you know, those other teams we know absolutely nothing about. Should- you don't know anything about Chicago? No, nah, I mean that offensive that defense? line. That offensive line is going to get you barbecue. But the left chicken. side, the left side's in right. trouble. Yeah. When, when you think about comparing the Chicago Bears to the uh, Washington Football Again, I'm not team, saying that they're a Super Bowl contender, but uh, I mean that, that division though with Minnesota, Chicago, and Green Bay. I mean, again, you don't want to be Detroit. No offense, right? But you know you're in trouble if if you're Detroit. I mean, in that Min- division. I mean, Minnesota is Minnesota any much better than Dallas? Yeah, no. Okay. Like, is, is, is Chicago but any I'm not better? I'm them. Like, I'm comparing the well, depth. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm just talking about the depth, right? right. I'm just talking, I, think, I think it's a lot of teams that if they get in the playoffs from that division, they can, they, can win, they can win a wild card game. I wouldn't be surprised if – I think it's a better division than, than I mean, the South. Yeah, people forget. What, what did Washington do with Tyler, Tyler Heineke in that Tampa game? Like, they could – listen, Tampa couldn't score. They pushed, and that defense was right. That that defense was dangerous. So now you give them. And now they've got a guy that could be an MVP candidate. Now, now you got McLaurin, right, which everybody sleeps on, and I believe what they, they got the kid from Carolina, Samuel, and you put them together mm-hmm. with Gibson, a healthy gift, Gibson. I think. Listen, we sleeping on Washington, so I, I disagree. So you with don't Rob think. Right, so, so you don't think the division is trash, but you mm-hmm. also don't see the Cowboys as a team that could contend for a Super Bowl. I mean, with that type of offense, they can be in any game. All they, all their defense got to do, listen, a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah. You know, they get a turnover here or there, and you, and you go up by two scores, you can shut the door with Dak. Is that, is that what they have to do, though? Is it on him? Yeah. Is it on Dak and only Dak? It's not about, like, can you – Recipe for success. Like, they, they, their defense, obviously, they make, the, they make the switch with their D.C. They bring in Dan Quinn, right? Like, so you bring in a, a new coordinator, but it's still a fairly young defense that they've had to rebuild. Defense, is that going to be there that the deficiency and is it that's why like Dak's got to throw Dak's got to take Dak's got to put up big numbers because that defense might not be able to control no, a you, lot of a lot of opposing offenses so you've got to score like they've got to be a high powered offense for them to win is that what you is that why they're not a contender they got to be a high powered offense early in the game to protect the defense right to put the opposing team on their heels to make them one dimensional so that you can play cover three so that you can't you know just take big shots now you got to dink and dunk them to death and then you got to shut the door with Ezekiel Elliott right remember that defense has never been good in Dallas but they've been able to play complementary football if you can control well, the never. time it pos- just hasn't been good in a long time yeah if you can control the time of possession with Ezekiel Elliott but you got to get up by two scores Right, you you, you got to get up by two scores and then start playing to your to your running game and your defense. So you got to get out and get those scores as early as possible, and then you slow the game down. You limit the time of possession, and then now you just saying telling your defense, don't give up the big play. 
right? This is a team that's going to have to play from ahead and can't fall behind. To do that, Dak's got to come out with that 15-play script. It's like this, right? Most teams want to say, okay, they win the toss, we'll, we'll kick, we'll defer. No, no, no. We want the ball. Like, oh, yeah? you, okay. you, you want the ball. And you got to try and get ahead early and hope you can close the door before halftime. Dan Olofsky said that it, it needs to be like 70-30 pass to run, that, that you can't rely on Zeke as much. It needs to be Dak is the one that's got to be – the one that gets this offense going. But, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott is, you know, that's a weapon that you need to figure you out to, how to you, use, right? You have to understand, if, you, if you're going three wide, you're going to put three receivers out on the field. And don't then, you also want to have as much run as possible so you are on the field and your defense isn't? Right. that's your weakest part of the team? My point, because the last thing you want to do is be throwing 70% of the time you have a possession when a defense is looking at you like, bro, you took a minute and 30 seconds <laughs> off the damn clock. Really? I'm back out there? Really? Right. Have you seen us in practice? Do you want us to have extra time? Like, no, no. Like, this is one of the teams that you want to, like, if you're not running the ball on first down, it's some type of quick screen that gets the chains moving, mm-hmm. and you want to be able to kind of start the clock, and you want to have possessions, four-minute possessions, you know what I mean, unless you're taking shots. And what happens is when you have the type of receivers, Gallup, you got uh, Lamb, you got Cooper, what you want to do is you want to control the personnel battle, right? You want teams that have to play you in big nickel, right, or big sub, what we call when you put a, a, a safety in there for a linebacker, you go out there, and then you run power plays out of spread formations, right, because no matter what, you still have the advantage because now the teams are going to be afraid to put that eighth man in the box because that means either Cooper's going to get one-on-one, right, right, right. that means that Lamb is going to get one-on-one, one, but that means Gallup's going to get one-on-one. And those guys you would think will win because Gallup's going to get your third or fourth best corner, right? So then now when you do that, now you're light. Now you run power runs out of sub type of packages with you know, Ezekiel Elliott. Come on, Dan, you're better than that. Your brain, just the way your brain works, man, it's phenomenal. Like you just, seriously, you just went like into some other place. I mean, that's the only way. Like that you just start, you just started like, like this is like a Rain Man kind of thing where you just started. Charlie going, Babbitt like, is my brother. <laughs> a beautiful mind where you just started. Like all the – whatever you just described on the field, I could see it in your eyes that you were visualizing exactly what you were talking about. Well, you know, I did, you know, play for some of the best you, defenses. You, you, you did play for a pretty good defense. I mean, listen, the, hard, the hardest teams like before, before this league opened up and started passing, passing well, the ball all the time. that's what it is time, now, yeah. The hardest defense, the hardest team for us to play for, like everybody knew we had – I mean, we had Chris McAllister, Samari Rowe, uh-huh. Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs, Lodi Nada, Delius Thomas, Ray Lewis, myself, you know what I mean, and, and, and Trevor Price. Like, the hardest teams to play against were going against Andy Reid because they were different from everybody else mm-hmm. because they had Westbrook, and they would spread you out, and then they would run the ball out of power game, and you put people in bad positions that they're not accustomed to doing. You bring a safety in in your dime package, and they come into the box. He don't know how to, what, about getting crack blocked. He don't know about reading the guard or, or reading the tackle front side pull, what the hell he's supposed to do. So Dallas can, ch- can play the personnel game the same way that Tampa can play the personnel game with two tight ends because that's the strength of their team. Right. They go two tight ends. You're like, okay, we got to get heavy. They big. They got two guys up there 260. You jump out there. Then they spread the formation. You're like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I got my linebacker in space in the slot against OJ the Juice Man or Cameron Brink <laughs> or against Grunk. Trouble. Yeah. See, so it's all about that. You have to know how you have to win. And what Dallas can't do is have an identity crisis and say, oh, we want to throw the ball a thousand times with Dak Prescott. That's going to get you absolutely nowhere. It's going to get him hurt, and it's going to get a bunch of interceptions because the more times you throw the ball, and you the said more likely too. something bad is going to happen. Right, best shape of his life, right? Yeah, yeah, Zeke, yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. You, yeah. you, I would take advantage of that, too. If this guy's motivated. Yeah, we're going to see. For whatever reason. He got to be. Let's go ahead and. You yeah, know what happened to DeMarco Murray? Yeah. You know what happened to DeMarco Murray? Like, he understands. Listen, when you, listen this is how the, the, the league works, right? You start off in the back of the plane or the middle of the plane, right? You're safe. 
you're safe because you don't cost that much. So everybody looks at you like a discount. You're like, oh, man, look at this nice car we got. We didn't even, even pay that much for it. But look how gangster it is. Then what happened is you start getting closer to it because you start getting that cap number. They start giving you the, the, the big seat. You sit in the front, you might as well look out the damn window because you next for what? The upper room. You're on your way out, bro. So, like, listen, what happens is when you start getting that money, you better produce. What's up, Dan? Man, I'm telling you. Bart, Bart, Bart's in one right now. Like he's just I'm he just starts saying. like his like it's like your eyes just disappear. Like they roll back and he just starts talking about defenses and what this. you should I'm do in certain man. offenses. Real man wear pink, Dan. I, I just I just let him go. All right, be part of Keyshawn J. Will Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So you heard Deion Sanders on first take that they say that, that he said that there's three to five teams that can win the Super Bowl. How many Super Bowl contenders do you believe there are? All right. We pause for hot news or not news. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on prize picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy hot news or not mm. news brought to you by barbersall Feeling great starts with a great shave, and great shaves start with Barbersol Shaving Cream. That's Barbersol Shaving Cream, an American classic for over 100 years. You're looking good, America. You're shaving with Barbersol. Dan Graziano joins us in studio, our ESPN NFL insider. Dan, good morning. You ready for some hot news or not? I am. All right, first and foremost, as we've been talking about um, the Dallas Cowboys and whether or not they're a Super Bowl contender and what they can be and also what they should do with their offense as Bart broke it down, so perfectly, I want you to listen to Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, on their plan for Dak Prescott. We're just playing ball at this point. So uh, we're, we're not looking at anything from a limitation standpoint. We're playing football, and uh, we're getting ready for, uh, obviously from his standpoint, we're getting ready for the, the regular season at Tampa Bay. All right, so hot news or not news, Kellen Moore saying no limitations for Dak. I'm going to say not. And, I mean, even though it's good news, obviously, for the Cowboys and their fans, 
it's right in line with what they've been saying the whole time. And I think a lot of us have been approaching this whole thing with some skepticism, like, oh, if he's, if he's okay, why isn't he out there? But the Cowboys have taken a very measured and careful and, and determined approach with his recovery from this injury so that they could be in the position they're in right now. So it's like they, everything they said was going to happen is happening. So that's why I have a hard time calling it hot news. Bart? Hot news. They lying. Listen, I looked at some of them wounded ducks he was throwing. It wasn't no, he wasn't stepping into that ball. Like, what's happening is he, when he really lets it rip, right, when, he, when he's in a real game and when Tampa's chasing him, he hasn't even tested his leg, right? He hasn't tested his leg. People That's talking the, about the, the shoulder. The leg hasn't been tested. And when Dominican Sue asked for a piggyback ride <laughs> and asked him to carry that weight, he's going to see. And I don't know if he's ready to trust it. So I'm going to play him like a pocket quarterback. Like I said before, Todd Bowles is going to play him like a pocket quarterback because he knows that Dak's going to be afraid to run. He's going to bait him, give him up open edges, and say, go ahead and run. He's going to tell White or David to go run him down, and when you get him, hit him in the leg. Mm. Uh, and it's something, obviously, that other people have talked about. It's not the shoulder people are worried about with Dak. It's how that, how he, if does he right. compensate the shoulders the because The shoulders because of the leg. And, and, and yes. some people think also the shoulder is because of the leg. All right, more hot news or not news with Dan Graziano. Cam Newton returns to practice after missing five days, and he's right there with the starters in the first series. Cam's week is hot news because if the competition between him and Mac Jones is close, what happened this week is a reminder that Cam Newton, as an unvaccinated player, is always all year going to be at risk of suddenly being unavailable. And that if you're in a close competition, that's the kind of thing that could swing it the other way. If you have a coach in Bill Belichick who says to himself, I might wake up on Sunday morning having practiced all week with Cam as my starter and find out he can't play because of COVID protocols. Whereas I have a guy who was vaccinated, not subject to the same protocols. I can count on him being there. Mm -hmm. And so I think the fact that he's back is interesting, but I think the the entire story of, of the past four or five days with Cam Newton is hot news as it pertains to the Patriots quarterback situation. Dan, I'm with you when you're right, man. And listen, you are correct because now you look at Cam and what is he going to be doing when team when he flies into you know opposing teams and, and everybody wants to go out and eat and he gets caught by the um, spies that's looking at the people and he gets that Beasley fine because he's not living up to the protocol and maybe he gets suspended. And listen, at some point, Bill Belichick's going to grow tired of it. Cam's probably going to have to be a guy that's going to have to really, really consider going ahead and getting vaccinated because his job and his NFL future is on the line. If he loses his job because of COVID protocols and not because of his performance on the field, he's going to be a lifelong backup. He's going to be the Michael Vick of our time. And he's also somebody that, you know, you think about it, might have to live in a bubble if he wants to make sure he's available by what's happening. A vegan but bubble. More, more. This has become now a big topic in the NFL yeah. as we're getting ready for the season. So we move on with hot news or not news. Again, same subject. Ryan Tannehill, Dan, placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. I'm going to go with not news here because uh, Tannehill is a vaccinated player. And therefore, if he tests negative two times in a row with 24 hours in between, he can come back. Okay. He doesn't have to stay away five days, ten days. Mm-hmm. He can come back if he shows two. Ne- if he has no symptoms and he shows two negative tests 24 hours apart. So I think that's a key difference to understand in these two situations. The Titans are having an issue right now. They went to these joint practices with Tampa Bay. There was a get-together of some sort, and now there's a, there's a bunch of people, nine people in the building that have tested positive. So they have to deal with that. But there's a significant difference. And, again, I think people listening need to understand this is not about whether – 
you know, you should or shouldn't get vaccinated. All that stuff is for other people to talk about. What I'm saying is these are the rules mm-hmm. as they pertain to vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And that's important for fans who are watching the league this year to keep in mind that there's a significant difference in what they're subject to. To me, it's hot news, right? Because for some reason, to quote the Remember the Titans, you're killing me, Petey. I don't know what's wrong with them. You know what I mean? Like, the Tennessee Titans, for the second year in a row, is having an outbreak. Clearly, it's something going on with their protocols that they can't keep their players from getting sick. Vrabel's, you know, tested positive. Last, last year, how many, seasons, how many games, you know, were shifted and moved because of that? They need to – listen, if this is a team that thinks that Julio Jones or Julio Jones away, uh, a Bud Dupree from, away from being able to be a, a Super Bowl contender, then they need to figure out why they can't protect their players, you know, for the second year in a row. All right, we continue. Hot news or not news. Cole Beasley, Isaiah McKenzie, fined by the NFL. Hot news. And again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on the same theme I've been on. These are players who have been vocally non-vaccinated, right? They don't want to get it. They've been clear about not wanting to get it, and now they're being fined. They are unavailable, or Beasley unavailable because of close contact with somebody. This, this is going to matter to this season. And the Buffalo Bills are a team that believes it's as good as any in the league mm-hmm. and can win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You have a team. Look at what Bruce Arians did this week with the Bucks after the Tennessee thing happened. I'm shutting everything down. Vaccinated, unvaccinated. We're putting everybody in a bubble. We can't take this risk. The Bills players who are not getting vaccinated are consciously taking this risk and putting the rest of their team at risk of having something bad happen to their season as a result of this. And, and people need to keep that in mind. Again, people get angry about this issue. Yeah. And I understand that. But I'm talking about the nuts and bolts of the NFL's yeah. rules right. and how it could pertain to players being available or not being available this right. season. It's not a societal exactly. issue. Exactly. This is an NFL issue. Right. This is a wins a loss issue, right? Yes. And I think about a guy like Beasley, who's a good player, important player for them, a guy like McKenzie, who may be a, an important player for them. But listen, where's the leadership, you know, in Buffalo? When I'm talking about, I'm talking about the peers, right? Because you need tremendous leadership in that locker room. And they're like, what are you talking about, Bark? Tremendous leadership. Well, if a player like that is in the, in the locker room where it's a sacred place and they don't have their mask on, who's going to have the kahunas to step up and say, you know what, man, put your mask on? Because that's where players are going to get laxed at. And that's where players are in the closest proximity when everybody's waiting in between meetings, waiting in between um, uh, lifting weights, and, and you're there. And that player's sitting there and he's next to somebody. He know he's not vaccinated. You don't know what he's doing in his nightlife. What, who he calling over, you know, his house, who he's spending time with at his house, and then he's not doing that. Are you going to say, if you're Josh Allen, you're going to say, man, yo, you got to put your mask on. You know what I mean? Because there's cameras in the, in the locker room as well. So, listen, I told Clearly. you, if I lose a game check because a guy like Beasley or something cost me a game, I will punch him in the face. That is <laughs> Simple that is, as that. And that, that, Dan, by the way, that part, that's hot news. There's no vaccine that for that. Is hot news. Yeah. Dan, thanks so night, much. Night Good juice. stuff. You can see Dan on – more of them on Get Up. All right, so coming you want to give out your palatine? We'll hear what an NFLPA vice president has to say about all this next. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Anscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.